0: Hi, this is Janet Gallon welcoming you to Love Letters Live. And today we've got, as always, something wonderful, but a twosome. We have the D'Ambrosio twins, and probably most of you know them from the work they've done. And I'm just going to go right to you guys. It's Kiara and Bianca. And I'm going to say, like, raise your hand for who's who. And I know full well that you like switching and fooling people. So... (laughs) We won't
1: check any of you today. Don't worry about that.
0: So, okay. Bianca.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Bianca and that's Chiara. We're the
0: D'Ambrosio twins. Okay. Can we talk about something that I think is such a compelling, um, it's just such a compelling subject and that is twins. And you're smiling because you know it is. Yes. First, (laughs) First of all, it's rare. And there is something, you know, I'm wondering how many non-twins have wished to be a twin. I certainly did.
1: I mean, I know a lot of my friends who are like, man, I thought it'd be so cool to have a twin and I would love to have a twin. I'm like, well, you're friends with us, so you experience what we go through mm-hmm. as twins
0: every day. <laughs> okay. So, so let's talk about that. But, you know, on the other hand, having somebody, I mean, that's what best friends are for anyway. And if you're lucky, your twin's your best friend.
1: Yeah, yeah she, she is, is mine. <laughs> We didn't say it at the same Three
0: time. But, yeah. Reading reading each other's minds, knowing what's important. You you talk about twinhood and and what you like best about it.
1: I think the thing that I like best about being twins is always knowing that someone's there for me, no matter what the situation is, oh. and someone who can always give me the best advice. And she's always there for me. She will never leave my side. I hope you don't leave my side. I won't leave her side. We don't <laughs> even want
0: to go to different colleges. We don't leave each oh, side. That makes sense. And, and you go to school together now.
1: Yes, we're yes. homeschooled.
0: Okay, so same class. But what about college? I mean, you are you 16 yet?
1: We are 16. And we're technically, we met the requirements, but we're about to graduate. We're actually so, graduated from high school. But we met the requirements, but we're about to graduate. So yeah. Um, we're thinking about going to the same college together because I mean, we grew up together. I don't really see us splitting apart for college. Plus, we want to stay in LA, hopefully. So, yeah. Less, Let's get the interest. same school. I know. I'm like,
0: you know, it's clear that you're two separate people. I can see it looking at you. And I have noticed that one of you seems, oh, you're seated, right? Yes. yes. One of you seems to be a tiny bit taller. Is this true? It
1: I'm, is true. I'm like, I want to say two inches, but I think it's more like a one and a half inches taller than my sister. And I like to use that for my advantage. So like literally I'll be standing up straight and she's like right here. I'm like,
0: well, I'm so the older one. It's not fair. <laughs> so much isn't fair, but you guys have so much that is fair. You're gorgeous and you're talented. And let's get to your work. If Thank we may. You so much. I understand so. that you started when you were very young. How young? Yeah. How, old? How old? Three. Three. Okay. So that was not, I mean, was that your choice somehow? Well, I'll explain, I'll
1: explain what happens. So when you're younger and you're twins for a lot of these roles that um, there's only one child, they need twins because then they can switch them on and off for hours. Right. And so my parents were always stopped on the street being like, oh, you should just put them in acting for a couple of years, you know, because, you need twins for such a short period of time and like, you know what, let's just do it for a little bit. Why not? And one of That'd our first fun. auditions was for the young and the restless to play John Summer Newman. Well,
0: wait a minute. And I have a question it. just to backstep a little bit. So your mother was told because you were twins and adorable that she should put you into acting mm-hmm. and yeah. that triggered off a thought in her.
1: Yeah. She, you know, She always encouraged us to do acting classes. And I mean, just everything was kept really safe. And then um, over time, you know, my mom always asked me, is this something you want to keep doing? And I would always say yes and yes. And I kept saying yes. I mean, still to this day, I want to keep doing acting as well as pursuing other parts of the entertainment industry. But my mom was like, you know what? If you love this, I want to encourage you to keep on going and
0: just keep following your dreams. Okay, so it was it was it morphed into your choice for sure
1: yeah yeah it became our passion what kind of roles do you like best Ooh, um this one's a hard question do you want to go first this one you go first okay i would have to say i love doing like the disney the nickelodeon the very over the top i just find it so fun
0: to be over the the top top. and over the top in what way
1: well compared to dramatic acting which is kind of where I want to continue to go in my career. Disney Channel or any multi-cam show is shot differently than a drama. So the acting is different. So I love doing multi-cam, but I would love to venture more into the dramatic acting. How about you? I love all different types of acting, but when I was younger, I would always have those comedic beats down. And it was super easy for me to do those comedies and get those scenes down like right away so I definitely think that I love doing comedy roles because I love making people
0: laugh is is that, because, is that because those roles are closer to your own actual personality yes I I'm, I think I make you laugh a lot so you do
1: yeah
0: so I, I love making that people would, laugh. that would be have you ever had to do a role where you were just just a nasty horrid person
1: mm-hmm. yes or you so have I think you did it's a horror film that is going to be on Shudder on AMC in January of next year. And Bianca and I play twins in that movie. And we had to play these terrible bullies and just, we were just gosh awful. But it was fun. It was, fun. it was fun. It was fun. It was different. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a mean
0: person, but it is kind of fun to play one to on TV outside, you know? <laughs> the so so it's fun because you get to be something that's really not you and see how that fits.
1: Yes. yes. It's very fun.
0: So you have to, you have to somehow dig to find that little kernel of that in you to mm-hmm. be able to do it, right? hmm We both. What? I had to dig really deep and think about it. I had okay. to find
1: something that made me mad and then kind of channel that for like a week straight on yeah. set.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that would be difficult for for people like you.
1: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't super difficult. <laughs> no, 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 let, me, let me rephrase that because whenever you feel angry about something I felt angry about a couple different things and it just really
0: like I had to build that all up and then so you, can that that. you can evoke that you can evoke like that you can evoke that feeling then
1: yeah I could and I would we were bullied when we were younger and in oh, this movie we played bullies
0: Woo-hoo. who would bully you
1: People at school and you'd be surprised. I am surprised. May I ask what in the world they would bully you about? I think because over time we started doing more projects. I think people started to get jealous that we were still continuing our path and would do anything to try to tear us down. But, you know, you'd be surprised about the ranges of different people that would do this from any age.
0: I I am surprised. Are you taking some role in you know, putting an end to bullying. I, I read something that about about that somewhere. Tell me about them.
1: So we think I mean, we're we're against bullying. A hundred percent. We there's cyberbullying, There's many different types of bullying. And when we were younger, we decided to be ambassadors for an anti-bullying organization called Boots of Bullying. And then over time, because we were so involved in volunteering and anything that we could do, we were on the board of directors for a few years. And then we started high school and just sort of got in, in the way. So we went back to being ambassadors, but we still are super passionate about this cause. And it is it, a terrible, terrible thing.
0: And terrible. I remember so clearly, I remember in the 40s, because I'm really an old woman, <laughs> in the 40s and the 50s particularly in the forties, but, you know, past that. And until not so recently, I think bullying was totally ignored Mm -hmm. by school, by teachers and by principals and by parents. And you can see what, what do you think the most horrible damage of bullying it? Well, you see horrible, horrible self-destructive things from children who were bullied. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I did see something that you did, a conversation that you had. I think it was on maybe your YouTube or somewhere. And you talked about, I, one of you wanted to pursue this, you know, being still in movie making as a director and the other as a writer, a screenwriter. Okay, director, raise, raise your hand.
1: That's me, Bianca. I want to be a director when I get older. You got it right. <laughs> okay. wants I want to be the screenwriter,
0: yeah. So that, that clearly talks about a difference in personality mm-hmm. directing and screen. Can you talk about that? Like, what, what is what does it call for a good director to be and for a good screenwriter to be? I think to be a good director is to
1: be able to connect with the actors and help them kind of bring up their own emotions to make the movie and the scenes that the actors are in feel as real as possible and time management. A lot of time management goes into really? being a director. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit better with time management. I'm still learning. Um,
0: I think. What, is, what, is that, what does that, does that mean, time management for a director?
1: Well, uh, on set, you get, well, director needs to be able to plan how much time a scene is going to take, how much time oh, they're willing right. to take on a scene. And if they need to move to a next location or a next scene, because... <sighs> Maybe someone needs to stop working the next day and they need to get all their scenes done. They know how to stop and be happy with what they've got and how to edit around it. And I think that's a big quality to have, to be a good director.
0: Okay, thank you. Screenwriting.
1: So, oh my gosh, you know, I think screenwriting is a ton of different factors and I think just knowing what you want to write and to put your heart into it, no matter if you don't really relate to the character you're writing, there needs to be something that you can pull from to write about and to tell really telling stories Mm -hmm. and stories that will continue to inspire for years to come. So even if it's a comedy, there has to be something that pulls audiences to keep watching that movie or that television series. So I think definitely writing from the heart and telling something that needs to be told.
0: You have stories in here that are kind of boiling around already. I mean, my stories, they're
1: more horror stories or my psychological thrillers, but I would definitely love to write more comedies and dramas. So there's definitely some ideas that I have. I actually did a
0: UCLA class too about it. So I got to write my own story for a few weeks. So looking, looking back at the whole body of, films movies made for however long you can look back or want to what would you say is the most is a a perfect comedy
1: oh let me i have one go ahead i was obsessed with it i went to sundance oh my gosh it sounded like what two years ago almost two years ago it's crazy how time's going but anyways Mm -hmm. we went to sundance and we saw this movie called palm springs that's i was just thinking and really. It was, it's kind of like Russian doll is like- with Ground a comedic, Day. Groundhog Day with like a comedic twist. And I absolutely loved it. It takes place at a wedding and it's like the same night over and over and over again. But you're able to connect with the characters, although their situation would never happen in the real world. And I think that made it more ironic and kind of funny that mm-hmm. was my favorite comedy. How about you? I was literally just about to think about um, *Palm Springs*. Like, I was like, "Man, that's a really good comedy that touches gonna... on every single topic."
0: All right, I'm gonna that's... go look into it. I have never seen it. I don't know it. All right, it's so good. Oh, uh, so yeah. good! You don't have to watch it. I will. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'll find it. What about <sighs> favorite horror movie?
1: Oh gosh, *Halloween*. That will still scare me to this day. Uh I will never never not be scared by that movie no matter how many times I see it I will always be jumped at the same exact moments every single time my favorite horror movie or horror movie franchise I would have to say is Fear Street the entire trilogy came out this summer and I was obsessed with those movies Mm -hmm. the writing the acting the way although in like Every movie takes place in one night and it all follows the same story, but for three different generations, like in 1970, in 1990, and then in like 1860, so 1600, no, like 1600s. 1600s. Oh, wow. I don't know. I keep forgetting the time it was like way back when, and they're able to keep people entertained and scared throughout the entire three weeks that the movies were airing. And I absolutely loved it.
0: Yeah. There, there's some horrible horror movies. I mean, you, <laughs> I know. Okay, on to a slightly other topic. You know, I just dropped my eyeglasses. I'll be right back. Oh, don't no. worry about it. <laughs> ha ha. Okay. Um, yes. Well, gosh, it, it's, you know, it's such a multifaceted business that you're in. Mm-hmm. And who do, you, who do you think is the most successfully long lasting actress that you've ever heard of? Over, I mean, there's a, Betty Davis who went from adorable to grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> in one lifetime mm. I many the roles she played you know what do you think Meryl, Meryl
1: Streep I was just oh I, yes the fact that we reach out this Mines. Meryl Streep Meryl Streep yes I think that every role that she does is 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 completely different from one another but she yes. still brings that taste and that intrigue from every single project she does and she always she's, relates it back to herself and she's you
0: know? also brilliant at accents
1: Oh my god! Yeah, she's the best at accents. The best,
0: wonderful. She did. I think it was. Oh, well, I can't remember the name of it, but it was Sophie's Choice.
1: Mm. And
0: whatever she have you ever seen that? It's really no.
1: I I haven't. I but I I heard she had a really interesting accent. Yeah, well,
0: she did. She was pretending to be a southern person, and she uh, managed to do a southern accent superimposed on her native Polish accent which wasn't her accent anyway, because she's not Polish. Okay. Let's talk about love letters, because I am so largely about that. Do either of you write letters? I mean, I know that you were born into this. (laughs) Do do you write letters at all? I mean, it depends on, like,
1: I definitely write letters physically by hand to, like, some of my my greatest friends, because I think that I think that writing letters physically is more sentimental and reads yeah. more value. And I always keep every card that I get, no mm-hmm. matter if it's handwritten or it's from a store. I always keep every letter that I get because, like, it's like a piece of yourself that you're writing through. Good and for you. And someone. And and that's what almost everybody says. Nobody throws them away. No, nope. I never throw nope. mine away. I still have them from my eighth birthday party, <laughs>
0: even though that was eight years ago. I still have them. <laughs> what what kind do you write? And then I've got a question about fan letters. I used to write when I was little. I
1: used to write kind of like letters to like my favorite characters. Like I was obsessed with Monster High when I was little. So I would write letters to my favorite Monster High characters which I know might sound like childish, but that was like my favorite thing to do in the world. I love that. I still have a couple. I don't have all of them cuz I threw a lot of them away. Wait, but I still so have a couple they, of them somewhere. You
0: threw away the letters that you wrote?
1: Yeah, because some of them are like outrageous and I was like, "Oof, I don't need these in my grasp anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, that's that's a mature thing to be able to know what to do. But what about what about letters that you've received? You get fan letters. I do. We have appeal bots and
1: whenever we get fan letters, I always keep them. Mm -hmm. I always read them multiple times and make me so happy and so grateful to have such amazing supporters from any project that we do or from our social media page. So what kind of things do they focus on about you? I think most of them talk about, I mean, I want to just say this like some of them are like talking about, oh, what we've done and they've seen us on television or they keep like supporting us and watching every single project we do. So it's always like, oh, guys, you're like the best actresses in the world the most amazing people in the world. And also about our charities. We work a lot with a lot of different charities. So they're like you're so you're such an inspiration to us because you work on so many different causes.
0: Now, what, what are the charities? I know anti-bullying is something that you were doing, but what else?
1: alzheimer's association our grandmother has alzheimer's so we uh-huh. always post about donating to that association and aspca we are huge animal rescue lovers we actually have two big dogs that were rescue dogs oh i and have a rescue dogs. too yeah
0: oh, you do what type of dog do you have come uh, he's sleeping somewhere combination um long-haired chihuahua oh. and pomeranian oh we have a new what, one St. Bernard. So they're really- I saw a picture there. of that. There was something you were getting ready to do at your house. And there was this huge St. Bernard on the floor. I didn't notice that, yes.
1: There, that's, our that's our maxi. That's our maxi, our lap dog. Oh, so called.
0: <laughs> yeah, and mine isn't a lap dog. I'm always trying to get him to sit on my lap and he'll sit there for about 25 seconds and then he just crawls to get off and he wants freedom. But okay, <laughs> so, so when you talk about Alzheimer's, One of the things that I think about is writing love letters to people who have Alzheimer's and mailing it because no matter what, when you get an envelope with your name in your pile of mail and maybe it has some hearts or stickers on it, it doesn't matter how deeply into any kind of dementia you are, you know that somebody loves you and is letting you know it. And sometimes people, is she living at a facility?
1: No, she's at home. She has someone um, taking care of her. So someone could
0: read her a love letter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She'll know. Yeah. And what about love letters to our dogs? Oh,
1: I just give them kisses all day long. So they know I love them, but maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do
0: that. It's a wonderful thing that, you know, I wrote a love letter to my granddaughter's dog, a new dog, and a new rescue in the family. And the next thing I get a picture and she's like six and she's got the dog on her lap and she is reading the love letter to this dog who is Aww. blind and mostly deaf. Aww. And he's sitting there paying so much attention because all animals know when they're being spoken to lovingly, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. So many, if, you,
0: if you were to write, okay, I'm going to ask you this because I always, I always do. One at a time, Bianca, If you were to write a love letter right now, spontaneous, to whom would it be?
1: Wow. Um, I would probably write a love letter to my mom because she is, see, I went first. Ah, I got the idea first. Um, I would probably write a love letter to my mom because she is so inspiring. She's the strongest woman I know. And I want her to know that I love her so much. So okay. And,
0: and, and, and by the way, I want to say, I hope you do it.
1: I will. She's right behind the screen. So just forget that I said this mom, just forget that oh, I said, her well, birthday's
0: it, coming up. So just forget it. It doesn't matter because she, she won't know what's going to be in it. Really. She, and, won't.
1: She, won't. No. she won't. I did write her a letter for mother's day. I wrote Again. her a love letter for mother's day. Okay. Has really? that? I wrote one for my dad for father's day and he has that taped up against his desk. Wonderful. So I'll have to, I'm going to write one for my mom for her birthday so just forget it mom forget it she's nodding she'll forget it
0: good and how about you
1: I was about to say my mom but I I mean both my parents I would I always write letters to my parents whenever it's a special holiday or just whenever I want them to know that I really appreciate all that they've done they've done for me so if I were to write it to someone or some people it would be my mom and my dad how about to each other have you ever thought of doing that for our birthday, for our birthday, we did. I think it was. I think in 2020 we did that. Mm-hmm. We just wrote each other a letter, but nice. we didn't do it for this year because this year was a little bit chaotic, so we didn't have time to write each other a letter. Oh, yeah. But maybe next year. Forget about it, Kira. Forget about it, Okay.
0: Okay, and you know the nice thing really is, um, people keep those letters, and when you're older, when you're a lot older, you get to look back on those letters. And mm-hmm. see how you felt at the time. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's a really wonderful thing. What about what about boyfriends? No time. I, you know, no I'm, time. I'm, I'm focusing yeah. on my
1: education and work. Not now. Maybe a little bit. Maybe like a year, or two, three, right. whatever. My mom's sitting right there, so she's like, "Keep going, more, more years more, years, more years."
0: Um. Okay. Yes. I, you no. know, I knew, I knew somebody once who had written a love letter to the man she was going to meet oh i love that it's wonderful it's a fun thing to do so she wrote to him and it was dear you know i forget how she addressed him and she talked to him as if he were there as if she'd already found him and told him everything she loved about him and then you know sometimes the issue is where do you mail these things
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah he doesn't exist yet for her right yeah so such a good project so she i suggested she just address it to you know the man of my dreams care of her name her address and when she gets it in the mail just stick it in a drawer and someday she'll meet this fellow and she'll be able to take it out and say here i wrote this for you now i know i know that you are both so busy but you know it doesn't take more than a few minutes to write a good love letter i love
1: that i should do that that would be that I'm going to write that down. You know, it's funny. I actually, three years ago, I never told anybody about this, but there was this website that you said a certain time and I wrote a letter to myself three years ago. So I think next summer or the summer after that in 2023, I'll get that letter back that I wrote several years ago. So I can't remember what I said in it, but whatever I said, I'll make sure that I maybe post about, I don't know, but I want, I I'm very happy that I wrote that to myself and see
0: where I've changed. You know, there there can't be any downside to this. No, the, the truth is that the truth is so much fun. To mm-hmm. <laughs> say what's what's the hardest thing about being twins, if there is any.
1: Hmm, hmm. the hardest thing about being twins. When the guys we like confuse us. <laughs> that is so like a funny The guys that we like sometimes confuse us. Oh, yeah. That's that's a little challenging, but it's not really that bad. But, you know, I think being compared to each other constantly, especially in the entertainment industry, you sometimes always be like, okay, so who's who's better in this way and whatever. But I don't really like think about it too much because I know who I am and I think that you know who you are. Right. So I just look past that. But that's pretty much the only thing I think of.
0: So, being treated as a unit when in fact you are two separate amazing girls can be a little. It depends on the situation. It
1: depends on the situation.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for doing this with me. It's been just such a pleasure meeting Thank you you so much for having us. You're welcome. And if, you know, if ever there's something else you want to talk about or even read letters that are meaningful to you or do anything at all, will you let me know? Yes, of course. I'll send you an email. Thank or a letter. You. I'll send you a letter. Perfect. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because too many people and companies and organizations make it too difficult for people to send appreciation and love letters. You know, a lot of places, it's like if you have a complaint, mm-hmm. said it. nobody bothers to say if you just love us, you know, like UPS or I mean, there are people, how can you not love who just do things for us all day long? If people want to send you a letter, where do they send it? You said you had a P.O. box. Is that something that you could give out? Yes. I can't remember the top of my head what
1: the address is. Okay. I, my mom's about it too. We're like, I know. I can't remember. Oh my gosh. I know it's somewhere on our social media page. Oh, then if, they can uh, go there. Okay. So what yeah, is that? Yeah, or they can DM us or anything and we'll send our P.O. box and a DM. But I just, I can't
0: remember. From, oh my God. My memory is like. Uh. Oh, that's okay. You're too young for that, but that's okay your memory to go okay thank you ladies this has been great i wish you everything wonderful and i know that i know that that everything wonderful will befall you forever thank you so much much. until next time if we have a chance to talk again i will say goodbye for now and um thank you thank Thank you you so so much much. Bye. bye bye